3: Fly, fly, fly. Welcome to the Arkham Files, an actual play Call of Cthulhu RPG podcast featuring Seth Morrison as Tallahassee Turner.
4: Listen, Fatso, I already saw a man out in the
3: woods with light coming out of his orifices. Peter Morrison as Dominic Drunkard.
5: All pockets from all dead people in the room
3: are being searched by me. Donovan Bollard as Dr. Simeon Can't Stand Your Bits.
6: No, nope, this is too scary, guys. I quit. Sam Morrison as Major Frederick Aloysius
7: Bakersfield. I pull out Old Reliable and I say, Sir, don't take this the wrong way, but I'm going to net you.
2: Abel Morrison as Officer Billy McConnell. You shot him in the face? Is
3: he dead? You, you do remember I'm a cop, right? You just shot a guy in the face? And I'm your game master, the keeper of arcade lore, Alex Morrison. Now grab onto some dice and your sanity. Let's roll.
5: Uh, do any of you happen to know her? We would like to find her family and make sure that she's taken care of.
3: Uh, yeah, no, of course, of course we know her. That's uh, that's Amelia Webb.
1: She just lives just up the road here. Well, what happened to her? What what did what did you do to her? We didn't do anything. We found her on the side of the road, soaked to the
5: bone. No, we found her in the middle of the road. We almost ran her over, except for Billy's exemplary driving skills.
3: Way
1: to go, Billy! Hey, thanks.
3: Well, you found her on the road.
2: Yeah, yeah, we, we, she was right in the middle, well, she came running out of the woods, see, and, uh, she ran on in the, in the road, and I had to swerve her, trying to avoid running her over, but, uh, she's just in a daze, we can't seem to break her out of a shock, but you say you know her, cause maybe you can help us here, and get a, you know, to focus, she's
3: just kinda staring off in the distance, and oh, yeah, talking yeah. about a light Yeah, we know her,
1: I mean, she lives just, she lives just down the road, just, just the direction you guys just came from so can I ask Mary? Because she seems a little dodgy about her, right? Does she have any family? Uh, roll a psychology uh, roll.
4: Like a young young man, she may have known.
1: Uh, I got a seventy-five Are in psychology. Are
5: you hitting
1: on the catatonic woman? Twenty-nine. No, I a seventy-five. Oh wait, on
3: will mine too. I'm trying to find out if we murdered I, her I husband. I fifty-five. Okay, Doctor uh, Simeon, you do notice her her reaction seemed odd. She. She did seem shocked to see her. Um, you can't quite tell if she sh- like she might maybe just because she knows her and she's shocked to see the state that she's in.
1: But there definitely was a surprise to see her. So I'm gonna ask her a question. Go ahead, Mary. Mary, do you know this girl here? Uh, um, yeah, yeah, I,
3: I yeah I, I know her. She's uh, that's that's Amelia. Amelia Webb. Uh, looking at, uh, Mary, she's, she looks like she's about, uh, Amelia and her look around like similar age. They both look early twenties. Uh, though Mary looks, you could describe her possibly as being the opposite of Amelia. She's, she's short, kind of an athletic build, blonde hair in a, uh, modern stylish Bob cut. Um, um, and she yeah, and she's looking at it and she goes, ah, and she kinda she kinda shakes her head a little bit. It seems like she's shaking something out she goes, Yeah, no, yeah, of of course of of course I know her. She's uh she's Amelia, she she stops in all the time. She lives just around the corner. You probably you you, you must have passed the road up to her house on the way here.
1: Yeah, uh, we actually almost run her ran her over, but uh you seem a little surprised to see her. You dropped a pot of coffee. What's yeah, up with she, that?
3: Look at her, she looks terrible. What happened? You just found her out on the road? When when I when we ran into her, we we
5: her. we couldn't get anything out of her except she kept asking about her grandfather. Right. Well,
3: why don't you bring her in? Make her, bring her bring her over. Have her have her sit down. All right. Okay. Look, she looks she looks terrible. Amelia. Yeah, Mary, Mary. Why don't you why, why don't you get all these guys a cup of coffee? Huh? Get these. Why don't you put a, a pot of coffee on for these fellas? And hey, everybody, go go, go, go you know, have a seat. We'll uh, we'll uh, sort everything out here. All right. All right, well, I'm going to take uh, the girl and lead her to a booth. Okay, yeah, so so Billy McConnell leads her over and just kind of sits her down at one of the booths. You see Mary going back, and she starts uh, brewing up a pot of coffee back behind the counter, uh, digging around behind the counter, looking for you know, grabbing some
1: plates. Well, hey, fellas, uh, I don't trust this Mary chick. She didn't seem very happy to see her, and if she knows her, I'm assuming she would have been, you know, a little... Happier to see her make sure she was okay. Why would she have any
5: reason to assume that she's not okay? That's the reason it's surprising because she was really surprised to see the girl that lives down the road. Is this in character, Dom John I mean, why would she... What did I just say?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
5: Nothing, apparently. That, the important thing is that she was really surprised to see her. And then she told us immediately afterwards that she lives right down the road.
6: Why
1: would she yes, be surprised? Uh, we, we exactly is what I'm saying here.
6: here. Right, I'll take some of
1: that. Hey, Jake. We're having a conversation. Shut up. Sorry about that What'd you say, boy?
6: I'm gonna
7: go sit next to Jake (laughs) and uh, ask him
6: some questions No, 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 what did you say? I said shut up, Jake
1: Why don't you come say that to my face, fancy pants? I'm assuming you're referring to my suspenders You don't want to see what these things can do
6: You really don't Yeah, look, I just almost died just a moment ago I don't need none of your guff What do you mean
1: you almost died a moment ago? I was
6: just saying, You see my truck out there? This dang ghost deadlight almost killed me ran me off the dang road. Now I come in here, some strangers with their fancy pants suspenders
3: come tell me to shut up. Why you
6: come okay, say okay, that okay, again? Okay,
1: okay, okay. Shut up again for a second. Hey.
3: Uh, Jake gets up from the <laughs> booth. He shoves his way up and he starts coming towards you. Now
6: you better shut your mouth, fancy pants. I ain't gonna take nothing from that Not from no strangers out here I Ain't people from around here You're know, wearing them fancy suspenders Looking like you Like you could just do some sexy dance At any drop of a hat <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> Alright, look, Jake, let's calm down You've been through traumatic exposure I was just doing some Therapy on you, alright believe therapy? Alright, yeah. I ain't gonna I'm take a psychologist. no therapy. Calm down
6: Oh, Mr. Right? Psychologist Look, Jake huh?
1: you clearly been traumatized, Jake
6: Yeah, I have not in here talking about psychology, some pseudo science. You know that's not a real science. It's a soft science.
1: Yeah, Jake, you look like a real educated person there, so <laughs> I'll uh, I'll take your opinion on that. But anyways, let's uh, let's get you sitting down. Hey, Acting Mary, mighty. Why do not you move it with the coffee, you ho bag? <laughs> now. <laughs>
5: Does anybody else seem to notice that Simmy seems a little aggressive after so he- uh I Doctors tripped.
3: can't stand you bits. Are these really the things that are coming out of your mouth right now?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, 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 look. I, I also, I tripped and fell. I don't do that. I'm usually flying over fences without ease. All right. When, when, when you
3: say that to Mary, uh, Jake goes. <laughs> Yeah, hurry it up! Bring that coffee. Yeah, you're all right,
6: fancy pants. No, I, like, I
1: see. That was a psychology thing, as I know my patient. Okay. Ho, man. So, when, <laughs> 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 all right. Okay. Oh, well, if you think that was funny, check this out. Anyways, uh, so okay,
3: so you guys are all seated around a booth in the diner kind of talking things over. You have Amelia sitting there. Is anybody trying to help her?
1: Yeah, so we're waiting for the coffee from the hoe bag Mary.
3: Yeah, you see uh you see Jake go up to the
6: counter and he kinda of bangs on the counter and be like all right hey what'd you make with that coffee there, hoe
3: bag <laughs> <laughs> my boy Jake. And she just she she shakes her head and you see and she she pours a cup of coffee and, and slides it to him as she goes back to uh feeling more cops uh, I'm gonna right. get up <laughs> And he goes walking back and sits back down
5: I'm, I'm gonna get up and go uh, to the counter To talk to Mary Okay So in kind of a you know Classy tone <laughs> <laughs> What's that
3: sound like Dom <laughs> <laughs> Give me a classy tone Tom, Dom
5: <laughs> Man now I feel nervous I don't even know what a classy tone is Well it's definitely not your <laughs> accent It's, it's hurtful <laughs> anyway uh Mary was it I, I'm really sorry about my friend over here he 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 fell on the ground and he whimpered he he doesn't he doesn't feel like much of a man right now um but uh, you know you're a perfectly lovely young woman who deserves all sorts of respect etc etc I couldn't help but notice I'm, you know um, I'm sorry
3: what 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 are you saying I'm here here's here's, I, here, here's the coffee she seems to be Pretty distracted and lost in thought. Yeah, I'm trying. Here, to look. Sweet. Talk here, here's, her your co- here's, your, here's your here's your fellas coffee. You can take this. Oh. She, she hands you a couple saucers with mugs of coffee oh. on them. Thank you, thank you very much
5: for the coffee. I've I've never I'm seen sorry, coffee. What, what were you saying? Oh, I was just telling you. I wanted to apologize for my associate over there. Friend, friend is a strong term. Um, he he fell on his face earlier, so he he feels like not much of a man. He he shouldn't have. Treated you that way. Um, this treated is- me. I'm sorry. What? It, man,
3: she's <laughs> annoying. Like, <laughs> I'm bringing the coffee. It's fine. I, I'm bringing it right over. Here, thank so you she very she much. walks around the cou- the edge of the counter and brings the rest of the coffee over to your table. <laughs> like, what's
1: what's going on with Amelia? It's just, where did she come from? And what, is she okay? Did you guys hurt her? Mary, look, we asked you to bring the coffee. You brought the coffee. Thank you. We're talking right now.
7: Can I get a nicer glass?
3: <laughs> I'm sorry. These are the nicest glasses we have.
7: Mm. All right, this will do.
3: Fancy city people Listen, they want their coffee right away. They need the fanciest glasses.
1: Mary. All right, So, what's just, what's going on with Amelia? What's hey, she doing? I'm, t- I'm talking. Oh. Here. Uh, she's still
3: just kind of in shock, and she's yeah. she's staring I'm off. She's kind of mumbling to herself here and there.
5: I couldn't help but notice, Mary, that you seemed a little surprised to see Amelia when we brought her in the door. But you said she lives just right down the road. Why would why would that be surprising?
3: I wasn't I wasn't surprised to see her. I was surprised to see her in this in this condition. Look at her. She looks terrible. I'm worried about her. Are you
5: guys I, friends? Okay, can I roll can a just psychology f- on found her? found her
3: wandering out in the storm?
1: Are you guys Do you friends with you, you and Amelia? Yeah, I don't buy that she is surprised about her condition. More than surprised that she's alive. So uh yeah. Uh, Mary, it looks like you're more surprised to see her alive. So I asked her the question, I roll psychology. Roll it Fifteen.
3: Fifteen?
1: Yeah.
3: Um, you can tell that there seems to be something else going on.
1: All hey right, guys. Something else is going on. Uh, uh, I would recommend not drinking the coffee.
3: You, you can tell. She seems off. And you feel like, you feel like your suspicions, um... The more she talks and the more you kind of keep asking her these questions, you feel like your suspicions are, are on point. So I put my hand on
4: Amelia's shoulder and I say, I feel you, Amelia. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, she passes out. That was, that was the last that was straw. It. That was all she could take. She just collapses in the booth.
0: I, I catch going. her
2: before
4: she falls on the floor.
3: Yeah, she just, she falls over into the corner.
4: I pretend to pass out and land on top of her. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> just kidding. Uh, did she really pass out? I was trying yeah, to... Yeah, she really you know. passed out. Oh, okay. Well, apparently she's she's more messed up than I was, because I think Annette
3: just brought me back. All right, now, uh, now, hang on. So what's... What happened to Amelia here? Why don't you guys explain what's going on? Uh, you see as Dan Keelham comes back around. I think... uh, Mary, Mary, why don't you go find these guys some sandwiches or something in there?
2: The major probably has the best idea. He said he uh, saw this
5: light
3: thingy out there. She
5: mentioned light, and she mentioned her grandfather. So, Mary, does she happen to live with her grandfather? Uh,
3: Mary, when Dan said that, uh, Mary left to go back behind the counter. So,
5: Dan, (laughs) does she happen to live with her grandfather?
3: (laughs) What was that, Mister
5: Englishman? Um, when we when we uh successfully rescued her from the middle of the road, she mentioned a, a light like um this fine gentleman Jacob did. But she also mentioned her grandfather. Does she happen to live with him? Is he somewhere about?
3: Yeah, yeah, she lives with her grandfather in a in a cottage just around, just over the hill up the road. You would have passed the road on the way in. Would you be willing to fetch him? Thanks. There's a good chap. Me? Ah, uh, I'm a uh, well. I I'm the manager of this fine establishment here. I can't leave it unmanaged. Are, are, are any of you doctors?
1: I uh, I am. I'm a doctor. He's doctor not a real Simeon doctor. Can't stand your bits.
3: Oh, doctor. Pleasure. Um. Well, can you can you diagnose exactly uh, what her injuries are here? Do you know what's going on?
1: Yes. Well we got some uh She's brain insane. contusions. Okay. And, uh she she is suffering from shock and it uh, looks like she just went catatonic after uh Tallahassee touched her.
4: You know that's right. Most women yeah.
1: do. <laughs> but... Well
3: so we yeah, need her, her grandfather is the doctor. Uh
5: well then maybe you should uh run for her. Him, I mean.
3: Well, look, I, I, I can't leave. I, I can't leave the business. I, I'm working here. I, I'm managing the store. I can't, I can't leave. Uh, I can't go out there. Uh, well, I got to, I got to handle and take care of things here.
4: You know, I am a famous author, and I am recording all these adventures that we have right in my notebook. What? Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you spell your name again? The guy that uh, I'll, I'll make sure I capture this in my notebook for my next bestseller. Uh, oh, the wow. man, Great. the man, Dan, the man that would not help, Dan Keelham, that would not help.
0: K e
4: e. Got it. Got it. You're we're. H- uh, I'll capture that in my book, and you'll be A- known as the man that doesn't help M- anything.
3: Oh now that's <laughs> oh, Keelham. People to- might try and pronounce it Keelum. <laughs> but they they like that there's a silent h but you pronounce that h keelhan okay.
4: awesome uh or perfect uh so oh, uh right. dan keelhan out for that
3: 672 pounds is that correct mm. no 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 that's <laughs> it's it's uh that's uh he kind of looks down at himself and like 185 Thousand. pounds uh
4: 785 pounds <laughs> And <laughs> and spiders no, coming no, out of no, spider legs coming no, out of his nose no
3: not seven hundred and eighty five pounds that's way too much way too much oh I'm sorry I don't think humans what? even weigh that I can't much
0: <laughs>
4: Damn. You surprise me, man. You are the dumbest guy I've ever met in my life. I miss oh. what they said. <laughs>
1: Stop making me. Sorry. Laugh. <laughs> Is this part of the book? Oh my gosh.
5: Yeah,
4: Wait, you'll be in
3: little, the book. Oh Is this uh, like a comedic back and forth, a little
1: tête-à-tête?
4: Uh, yep. Uh, my, I think the new Dan's ti- my The title. Ever, <laughs> the title of my new book. Is going to be called People That Were Worthless in My Adventures. Oh, great, great. How do I fit in? You're, you're the subtitle, Dan. You lead off. I'll even let you write the forward.
3: Oh, wow. That just sounds great, Mr. Turner. You're going to have to let me know when that comes out. Royalties, right? Oh, you'll know. You'll know. Oh, It'll gosh. be a bestseller. Everybody okay. will know okay. Dan Cahilo. That's great. Well, maybe you guys should go get her grandfather.
4: Great idea. Yeah, I'm right Seeming that
3: like the adventurous type, I obviously can't leave the uh, the establishment here since I'm the manager. That's true. Why don't you go bake <laughs> me a uh, cake then? <laughs> no, I don't bake. I manage.
4: Okay, go count your uh, money in the back.
2: So I think that might be a good idea. Maybe we can uh, maybe Dom and uh, you know whoever's not crazy wants to let's just go grab a grandpa.
5: Let's do it. Me and Billy are going to get the grandpa. We both bring our guns. Our you know our. I'm our staying flasks. with the girl. That's because he's a pervert and. Uh, uh, it's keep okay. An eye we on can him.
3: look after the girl here. We'll, we'll keep an eye on Amelia. You just you, No. You just leave her here in the booth and no, know, it, take you're, care of
1: her. you're managing a hoe bag I don't trust, so I'm staying with the girl. Dan, I'm going to actually just c- come here. <laughs> I <need> a... <laughs> Bank is
2: Bakersfield, how about you? I'm going to Why don't you come it. with us? I mean, you're pretty good with that gun and that net. Yeah, if we need to know. Tallahassee and Simeon staying? i'm staying yeah i'll stay all right um, i'll come with great the two perverts let's leave them maybe why house. don't we just all go i mean what if we you know what if something
3: happens while we're out there and we all want to be together um you guys see the older couple that was that was gathered around too and they uh they they've been kind of standing off to the side talking uh they they kind of wander up over and the man goes uh hey there how's that how's that girl doing is everything all right is there anything we can do to help? We really need to find her grandfather. Would you run and fetch him for us? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm not from around here. We are uh, we were just passing through. We got caught in the storm. My name's uh, Teddy. Teddy Brewer. Nice to meet you. It's my wife, Winterfred. Hi. Nice. Pleasure. They're an older couple. They look like maybe they're probably in their 70s. Uh, fairly well-kempt. You know, he's wearing a, a tweed suit. He has gray hair gray mustache she also has iron gray hair Shorter how you doing Teddy
2: uh, Billy Officer Billy McConnell it's a pleasure and Winifred is yeah, pleasure. that right yeah Winnie uh, it's good to meet you are you guys it's heading to up, meet you uh, too. heading uh, west yeah, you we are, stuck in the storm
3: yeah we are uh, we're heading actually east oh, trying heading to get there, back, back towards towards Boston Arkham area yeah that's where we come from but we got we got caught in the storm and we've been stuck here for hours
2: well, what do you say you guys sit down here with this nice lady uh that just you know passed out and keep an eye on her this girl, we,
6: yeah she looks uh she looks she looks terrible we could we could uh we,
3: we could keep an eye on her
2: I appreciate it and then we can uh go get a grandpa and see what's going on he's they said he's a doctor too so maybe he can can come take
6: a look at her that's a good idea better. yeah she she looks like she could use a doctor.
2: All right, fellas, come on. Get off your butts. Let's go. Like, you're not going to drink the coffee anyway because you don't trust the girls. So come
1: on. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going anywhere.
2: Uh, all right. Simi, you can just sit there and, uh, you know, keep being offensive. So how about you other fellas? <laughs> all right, let's go. All
3: right, so what are you guys going to do?
5: Yeah, who's coming? Let's go. It's the three of us. The, the other two perverts are useless.
4: No, I'm actually going to start looking around inside the diner.
3: Okay. okay. De, define looking around.
4: He looks left and he looks right. Uh, like going into the back, so even if there's an office. I'm going to snoop. So, uh, Dr. Simi and Tallahassee, you
2: really going to hang out at the thing? That's yeah, really
1: I'm going to try to revive the girl while Tallahassee goes and search, searches around. You guys are aware that uh, we just saw a
7: crazy guy with light come out of his holes. Um, crazy lady. Screaming, you know, panicking about her grandpa. Now we're gonna gonna go to her house. You realize we might encounter, some, you know, some kind of butthole monster or spirit ghost monster. Does that mean you need my help?
2: I'm just saying it might be wise if we stick together. I just think we should stick together. That's what that's what I think. We got these nice old people here gonna watch
4: over uh, Amelia. Uh, the uh, the last name of the nice elderly couple wouldn't happen to be Bates, would it?
3: Ah, uh, it is actually. <laughs> we have a motel back up that way. <laughs> um,
2: so with before our, we go out and get in the truck... With my
3: grandson Norman, we left him in charge. <laughs> 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 Weirdly, I couldn't find my nicest dress.
2: Uh, before we go back and get in the truck, I just wanted to ask the manager guy... Up for a little bit more specific directions.
3: Yeah? Wow, okay. Dan Keelham. Dan, Dan. Keelhan. That's my name. So give me a little bit better
2: directions back to Amelia's house. Sure
3: thing. Head back the way you came. <laughs> First road on the right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just go to the end? That's it? That's it. All right, thanks, And just
3: follow it. You follow it. It'll go up. And then back kind of over the hill, and there it is. You probably passed it on the way in. About a mile back? About a mile back, yeah. Okay. That's the one. Are you going to drive? I'm going to drive. Okay. Are you guys going to drive or are you going to hoof it? I'm going to drive. All right. It's still pouring, right? Yeah, it is. It's just the weather's terrible and driving is uh, also a little bit sketchy. Yeah, we're going to drive and if we crash, then we'll hoof it.
4: Well, hey, Don, uh, Simi, real quick. Can Simi do a psychology check on these old people? Because if sure. if she's if Amelia's safe with these old people, then maybe maybe we'll stick together. But
1: uh, yeah, I don't yeah I don't trust anybody just quite yet. So let me do a psychology on uh, the old the old dudes. Okay, <laughs> seventy five. Thirty nine out of seventy five. Success.
3: Um, they they seem on the up and up. They seem to jail they don't seem like they're they had anything to hide.
1: Alright. They just okay, kinda of seem like a go, nice old couple. I tell what's the old man's name again? Teddy. Hey Teddy, can you come here for a second? Sure thing. Listen. Yeah, well, what is it, Doc? Okay, I need to listen very carefully. There's okay. something up with Mary. Do not Mary ag- the waitress? Yes. You need to okay. watch after Mary. Make sure she doesn't get near the girl or give her any kind of food or drink. Just try to revive Um, her, and we'll be back as soon as we can. If we don't get engulfed by a butthole.
3: All right. Uh, Don't give a food. Watch out for buttholes.
1: Okay. No way. Hold on. No. We need to watch out for buttholes. You do. Why don't I need to watch out for a butthole? Because you're in a diner. There's no buttholes. I'd no, beg out to of differ. Him.
3: You don't know that. It seems to be a butthole sitting in that in that uh, booth right over there. <laughs> if you know what I mean.
1: Who's that, Dan? Yeah, that guy's a straight-up butthole. No, there's <laughs> two buttholes. Actually, I was talking about Jake. <laughs> uh, you can, can can you do this? Can you do this? Sure thing, Doc. We'll keep an eye on it till you guys get back.
3: All right, you guys see the brewers as they, as uh, Winnie sits down next to Amelia and um, tries to wrap her up a little bit in the blanket that you guys had a little bit more. Uh, Teddy sits across from her as they, like they're trying to kind of keep her warm. As you guys head back out into the storm, Jake is leaning back, uh, trying to look nonchalant and fine as he kind of keeps glancing out toward his truck though Dan Keelham just watches you guys leave and Mary stays behind the counter uh, looking busy you guys push the door open and the bell dings above the door as you head back out into the storm so y'all climb into the truck yeah alright you guys climb in the truck you turn it around and you start heading east back back down the way you came slowly slowly slow and steady carefully the roads are awful everything is washed out it's just the rain's still coming down uh, coming down really heavy you see another few flashes of lightning lighting up the road and the woods and the forest around you you're heading down and thanks to the directions you got exactly where it was pointed out (laughs) there's a road just off to your right so Billy McConnell makes the turn and you start heading up a hill the road's washed out and it's it's really messy and wet uh there's mud everywhere the trees actually kind of form a little bit of a canopy over this they look like they've been uh trimmed and pruned to actually kind of arch over the road here which during the day it probably looks really pretty as you guys are driving up here during the night it just feels oppressive and and cloying as the trees kind of hang over you almost like they're waiting and expectant with their dark branches as they're reaching out towards the truck oh, the road though it looks like it's been recently graveled is still difficult to drive you start sliding a little bit here and there off to the side of the road as you're making your way up um you're driving for a little ways and i'm actually going to need you to make a drive auto roll
2: Ooh, drive again
3: all right this one's actually going to need to be a hard drive auto yeah yeah
2: oh come on fellas
3: Road is getting to be in really bad condition.
2: All right, here we go. Rolling, got a sixty, so should be able to hard as a thirty.
3: Yeah. Yeah, fifteen. No. Dang. Way. Nice. Nice. Yeah.
1: Boom.
3: Okay, as you're driving up, your one of your front wheels catches a patch of mud uh, just on the side, and it starts. You know how it is when you're when you're driving and it grabs. It just kind of starts yeah. to suck you in, but you manage to. Uh, to, that was an extreme success. Yeah, nice. But Billy McConnell, being the expert detective driver that he is, managed to steer his way out and work his way out of this this slide that he gets into. So after a couple more minutes, after you kind of crest the top of the hill, it starts to go down a little bit to the other side, and it flattens out. And you come up. Uh, the road opens up into a big round driveway or a dooryard. And you see a lone cottage sitting at the end of the round driveway here, with a barn off to the side. Is it all dark, ominous? It's very dark and very ominous. Uh, it's dark. It's not lit at all. It's a single-story cottage that's, that's just up against. Is there the... horns on these old cars? Yeah. Yeah. You honk the horn. You don't see Nothing. any response from anything. There's a barn off to the right, back from the house. Okay. Pull up,
2: pull up in front of the house. Shine my lights, like, right into the house. As, as best as I can. Okay. I mean, I don't know how the layout is,
3: but try and shine my lights at the house. All right, Billy McConnell pulls up on the driveway, stops the truck, climbs out.
5: Should we turn the, the truck around? Ah, uh, so that it's ready for a quick getaway in case there are any, you know, butthole monsters.
2: I. Uh, that's a pretty good idea, but I shine the lights right on the house so we could, you know, have some good illumination. So
3: I guess it, uh, I don't know.
1: Okay, so I'm going to go up to the door and knock on it to see if Grandpa's home.
3: Okay, so as you guys, you guys climb out of the car or out of the truck, you guys all pile out of the truck. You're looking around. Uh, you're again. You're still surrounded by woods everywhere. The cottage is just a little ways ahead of you. The barn's off to the right. Uh, I want you to make a spot hidden as you are walking up to the front of the cottage. So it's a single-story cottage in the old colonial style.
5: Ninety-eight. That's 60, what I
1: Sixty-eight. You <laughs> spot.
5: Aw, oh, man, I got 86.
4: I got a 41. Callie's I succeeded. Basically, Tallahassee succeeded, black like always. Okay here. <laughs> Tallahassee, you succeeded? Yeah. <laughs> I see everything.
1: Walking up to the door, everything feels fine. I can't see anything from okay. behind.
3: As you're heading up towards the door, there's a bunch of windows on the front of the house. There's a few steps that lead up to the front door. Uh, you see the front door is actually open, and it's swinging and slamming up against the frame in the wind. Well, that's not
5: a good sign.
3: Maybe we could sleep here for the night.
1: Dom, you might want to just stop talking.
3: Tallahassee, as you're walking up, on the ground, in front of the stairs, you actually see a crowbar lying in the mud. Right in front of an area that looks like, like maybe somebody slipped in the mud.
4: Hey, hold up a second, guys. Uh, check this out. There's a crowbar and it looks like somebody might have slipped. I pick up the crowbar and put it in my inventory.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Alright. You just you, you put it over your back and it vanishes. <laughs> and you hear a gling. Yeah, and it pops up on the list in your inventory. Perfect.
4: So the door is open, guys, uh, and obviously it looks like someone broke in. What do we want to do? We all go in together, holding hands and stuff?
1: You want to hold my hand?
4: Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, let's go in, like, we get getting each other's back, like, going in, like, star formation. Star formation? Flying V! Okay, i just open the door and go in. With my flashlight.
5: I follow okay. him. I got his back.
4: I follow as well.
1: I am in front of him.
4: Wait, I hear scary music. i go
3: back out. (laughs) 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 Alright, Tallahassee Turter, as you walk up and you push open the door that's swinging open, you hold it up. You shine your flashlight inside. Just inside the door, there's a hallway that goes straight... Uh, corners off to the and heads left. You see doors immediately to your right. One that's open. Another one just past that to the right. And then uh, looks like maybe one around the corner on the left. The walls of the of the hallway here are covered in pictures in frames. Looks like certificates, evidence of somebody who's had a long successful career as a physician looks like there's family photos hanging on the wall one that shows an old patrician looking gentleman uh, various stages of life along with you see Amelia Webb with him in several pictures some with him and another woman that looks in between the age of, of her and the doctor is it Mary no she actually resembles Amelia. Uh, I bet this is her mother. Um, and then, those look like older pictures of when Amelia is younger. And then, any of the more recent pictures are just with Amelia or her grandfather, or just the two of them. You don't see any more recent pictures with that woman in them. Okay, your mom died. There's a ta- there's a an end table just near the corner that has a telephone on it, and there's a door that's open to your right.
2: we try the lights? Nobody's tried them. uh, I'll try the lights. I mean, I come in as everybody else does. I don't know what order we're in, but
5: uh, I try and flick on the
2: lights. You
3: see a switch just inside the door. You click it up and down, and nothing happens. No lights.
0: It
5: was a tremendous idea, though. So (laughs) I'm going to yell a little
4: bit and be like, Hey, Amelia Grandpa, Mr. Grandfather, we have your daughter. Oh, wait. That doesn't sound (laughs) right. Uh, (laughs) Grandpa. (laughs) <laughs> i'm just gonna call out and say mr grandfather are
3: you here Amelia's looking for you she's worried uh his name was dr webb dr webb hello Doctor what you've webb. been able to deduce i guess
4: we're strangers to this town and we have your daughter <laughs> granddaughter <laughs> granddaughter
5: it also sounds like we kidnapped her but no big deal
3: you just hear echoes in response you don't hear anybody
5: hey guys did you hear that echo Echo,
7: echo,
4: you're an idiot. Ooh, I like the green. Oh,
2: so there's a room on the right?
1: Yeah. Is there stairs going anywhere up or down?
3: There aren't any stairs going up or down that you can see. When you were walking in though, it looked like that there were some windows down on the um down below, like there might be a basement.
1: Like a window well?
3: Yeah. Not directly okay. on the front of the house, but off to the side of the house from what you could see. It looked like maybe there were some window wells.
1: Yeah, I did roll a good spot hidden, so.
3: Yeah. Not like a well, I guess, but just windows lower on the ground.
4: Okay. You said there was two doors on the right, correct?
3: There's one, yes. There's one a few feet just to your right that's open, and then there's another one just past that on the right also that's closed.
1: We're going to go with Dom into the second
3: one on the right. I'll hang with Billy and we'll go on this first one.
1: Bakersfield, what are you doing?
7: Um, I'm gonna stay in the hallway kinda uh, before the first door and keep a lookout.
1: All right, Dom, let's do this.
3: Oh right Yo, yeah, all right Alright, who went in so Billy, you went in that first door.
4: Uh is that what you said, Bakersfield? No, Tallahassee, me and you, Billy, went in the first You're door. You're going with Drumcard. And I'm leading. I push you to the side and say
3: okay. I'm in charge. Uh you other guys are just walking past the open door?
5: Yeah, we're going to the second door. But we're behind them. We're not going through the past the open door, like, first. Okay, so
3: Billy and Tallahassee, as you guys turn and enter this room, as you shine your flashlights in, and it illuminates parts of the room that you can see. Uh, it looks like a receiving room, or f- like a front living room. A couch, a chair, some bookshelves. There's a fireplace up against the wall to your left. Um... But more immediately what jumps to your attention is the dead man leaning up against the chair across from you on the far end of the far end of the room. Does he look like the old dude? He's a patrician looking older gentleman with gray hair and a lined face and a neatly trimmed beard. And he's dead. He appears to be dead leaning up against the chair.
5: Does does he look like the grandpa in the pictures?
3: Even more concerning is closer to you on the floor is the bent, crooked form of some kind of horrible creature.
5: Ah, oh, crap. It's a buffalo monster. few
3: things register in your mind. It seems faceless with black holes for eyes. Its limbs are contorted and twisted, almost like a dead spider of some kind. So as you're looking and your flashlight trains on the strange creature.
6: Oh guys, guys uh, in here.
3: Let's see. Tallahassee and Billy McConnell. Crab. Um, we going to need you guys to make a sanity check.
5: Sanity it is. Get your net ready.
3: Oh, I'm going to have my shotgun ready.
5: Yes, 32
2: success. Out of 55. 53. And my sanity is at sixty-eight right now. Success. It's
6: all okay.
3: Alright, I'm gonna need you guys each to only lose one point of sanity. One
5: point of sanity.
4: All I can say is at least this isn't dude with lights coming out of his face.
3: Okay, so you guys are both shaken. Pretty pretty messed up. Though. And you're in shock for a second, but as your lights kind of resolve on the or as they rest on the creature, you realize as you're looking at it, it's not a creature it's actually a human being but they're so contorted and their their body and their limbs are so contorted and twisted that it almost looked like it didn't look human for a second and also since the lower half of the body is completely gone it was it looked like something inhuman for a moment Also, the face that you thought was faceless with black holes for eyes appears to be a burlap sack with eye holes cut in it that the man is wearing over his head. Yeah, I'm out. As you're looking down and you're examining him, you see the lower half of his body is completely burned away into ash that lines the floor just below him.
5: So the half body on the floor has the burlap sack on its head, right?
3: Yeah. And his arms and limbs and fingers all joints all over his body seem to have been seem to be dislocated almost like they were self-dislocated from convulsing
5: does the de- does the stiff over in the corner look like the grandpa in the pictures
3: um domdrin are you in here examining all of this
5: well i heard them say hey say there's a stiff in here so that i can come in Billy
1: already did He's like hey guys Come and see oh, this Oh
5: yeah Yeah I came in To examine this Yeah I he said stuff. Hey in here fellas All
3: uh, right Dom Drunkard, You need to make A sanity check
5: 48 84 All right 48 Donovan
3: <laughs> That's a success Lose one point of sanity I refuse Welcome um, Did the rest of you guys Come in when you heard Them talking Or yelling
7: um, I was standing right outside the door, which I'm still standing there just looking in. Okay.
3: Now, really, would you guys come in and look and not you won't come look just because you want to avoid a sanity check?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't hear anything. So, All right. I guess I
3: would really come in
7: if they're telling me to.
5: Does the, does the, does the stiff look like the grandpa in the picture? Yes.
3: He de- he's definitely the man that's in the pictures. He resembles the okay. description you guys got of Dr. Webb.
2: I want to reach down and uh, pull the burlap sack off of the...
3: Okay, well, uh, let's see. Um, Major Bakersfield and Dr. Simeon, I want you guys to also make sanity checks.
7: I did. I completely failed. I rolled a
1: 96. Oh. Yo, oh. oh. Is that a fumble? 18 out of 67. Lose one. That's
3: a... Is that a... Major Bakersfield loses one D4.
2: Uber fail. Oh. Oh. Bakersfield, you're not doing one. sweet.
7: You, you're not having much <laughs> luck, buddy.
3: <laughs> I rolled a one. Oh, nice. Oh, there you go. But Bakersfield lets out a little bit of a scream. Oh! <laughs> when he sees it, he actually drops his flashlight.
5: Okay, so uh, Billy volunteered to pull the burlap sack off of the head, which we
3: appreciate. Okay, Billy pulls the burlap sack off of off of the person's head. Uh, as he pulls it off, uh, you see the face of what looks like it was. Once a young man, probably in his early 20s. Uh, His jaw's dislocated. Uh, Looks like the veins in his face have burst. Blood vessels all over him appear to have. And screaming. His eyes are just red-black pools of hemorrhage. This fella looks like he went
7: through a hot death. I point out that, guys, this is exactly what the guy in
2: the woods looked like before I shot him. This guy, uh, it's probably a good thing you shot that
3: other guy. Looking at this guy's... Mangled form. Absolutely. Um and as you get in closer and you pull the bird off sack off his head, you see lying on the floor next to him is a shotgun. That's there. And then And then over by the fireplace, that's a little bit over, you actually see a um some kind of silver coffer. Like a metal box that's lying open on the floor in front of the fireplace. Yeah. Um, does it oh, look
4: Mandela's occultish? Box. Well, you're trying to pick the lot, but check if it's, it's open, open first.
3: dude. Dom, drunkard. It definitely looks occultish by nature. It looks very out of place from the just very kind of typical rustic New England decor in this. Don't room, open the box. In this it's
4: already open. They said it, he said it was open. Yeah, oh. yeah,
3: it's lying open. It's on its side, and it's and the the lid is open.
5: Uh,
4: Dom, as you look of-
3: closer, you see there's some ash still left inside, and then there's ash just kind of spilled out on the floor all around it.
5: Yeah, it, it, imagine Raiders of the Lost Ark, which. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I mean, that was my book. I was gonna say, yeah, Tallahassee
5: Turner, Raiders no. of the
3: Lost Ark. Remember, remember
5: the Tallahassee Turner book, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I'm thinking some of sort of face melting light, like in that situation. Uh, also, that's probably the the mother,
3: the ashes. Um, let's see, Dom. Can Benchart I roll in a in can I roll that? in a cult? Uh, say, Yeah, say Verata or Nikto, Don't read them.
5: I oh I want to roll in a coat as I well. I just
1: I just called it, bro. Dude.
5: What's your occult, Donovan? Like sixty? Uh, uh, is it better got... than ninety-five? No. <laughs> Donovan rolled a ninety-five. Okay, Pete's I'm, turn. I'm I'm also rolling in a coat, but with the right dice. That's the right dice. Eighty-two. Okay, dude, I never win. <laughs> you suck. I suck so bad at. You're a resident
3: Wheaton. Yeah, you are. Um, all right, you guys both fail. You don't. You can't quite. You don't understand quite where this thing is from. From looking at it, it looks—it has a funereal look about it, but it looks too big to be like a like an urn, like a funereal urn for ashes, even though that's what's inside of it. It's about 16 inches wide and maybe about nine inches high, where it would be with the lid closed. Uh, Billy McConnell, you go over to check the pulse for the the doctor that's leaning up against the chair he's dead dead yeah and as you look at him uh, there is he's bleeding from the shoulder from it looks like where he took his shotgun blast
5: good call billy uh i'll, I'll check this guy here yep he's dead too
3: <laughs> um <laughs> are you checking him or are you searching him
5: i'll, I'll search him sure i'm gonna go ahead and search You're his are gonna pocket. search the burned up dude well, I the vest pocket and and the grandpa. I'm searching both. I'm sure if there's a key. In all pockets right from all pocket. dead people in the room are being searched.
3: What did buddy. you say, Tallahassee?
4: I said, see if there's a key in his right vest
3: pocket. Uh, there is a key in the doctor's <laughs> right vest pocket, attached to his pocket watch. <laughs> Don't you guys know <laughs> my book? <laughs> In the
4: right vest pocket, you'll find the key. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow,
3: that's some oh, from that deep song. cut, Mickey and the Beanstalk. <laughs> oh
7: <my gosh. laughs> Man.
3: See, I didn't think I'd have to explain that until we actually did. No,
7: I realized what you were yet. saying. I didn't think it was gonna no, actually happen. No, I got happened. it. Oh. Um, you yeah, you find
3: him. He has a pocket watch, and he has a a key attached to the I fob. Take
5: I take the pocket watch and the key. Is there anything else that I find?
3: Not on Dr. Webb.
5: What about on the, you know, half man?
3: The half man? Yeah, as you're searching him, uh, you find in his back pocket, you find his wallet. Nice. Um, that was, it's just above kind of the burned off area. Right. So he still has a butt. Yeah, he has, he has like half a butt. Okay.
5: Uh, so I look in the wallet for money and obviously ID. Does he have a nice hat? I'm going to go ahead and
4: look, like, search the box,
3: the silvery box.
5: Uh, so do I find an ID in, in the wallet?
3: Uh, yeah, as you're looking through his... Um, yeah, you're searching through his wallet. Uh, you actually and you find two spare shotgun shells in one of his pockets. And in his wallet, you find, uh, you find an ID that says Clem Taylor. And in his wallet, you find a single dollar bill, a coupon for the gas station, and there's a small folded photograph.
5: Who's who's in the, the photograph?
3: It's Clem? So you open up the photograph, read. and it looks like um, it's a picture of a girl... At what looks like a county fair. She's standing there eating cotton candy. The girl in the photograph is small, blonde, athletically built. Oh, Mary. And is Mary from the cafe.
5: Okay, maybe we should go call the police on the phone. I
1: said that an hour ago. Then why
5: didn't you go wow. do it, you go
4: toss Because I'm not
1: the... Okay. Go Billy check the phone, McConnell confirm the that cop. there's no
5: signal.
4: And then come back. <laughs> uh,
1: but... Okay. we got to get out of here, guys. There's no reason to search around more. we got to go. Yes, sir. What, yes. we're going to go
4: just down and tell Mary that her dad's dead?
1: Her grandpa, dude. She or... killed him. She was oh, in Clem. on this. Mary? Clem Jones.
3: Mary so, was in on go this. go
5: see if the phone works. Oh, hey, Mary, guess what? We also found we your dead boyfriend. We've got another room to go check out. Let's go check out the room.
3: Amelia is the granddaughter
5: Mary's
2: the waitress
3: Mary's the that waitress. was acting all sketchy. Right. Mm-hmm.
4: So that's what I'm saying. Well, we're going to go back down and say, Hey, Mary, I know you're surprised to see this other chick alive, but we also found your boyfriend dead, And he had a burlap sack okay, over his head. Okay, so
5: Simi is going in, and he's checking out to see if the phone works so we can call
3: the cops. All right, so Simeon heads back over towards the phone in the hallway. Uh, Tallahassee Turner, you are inspecting the metal coffer. Yeah, so I want to look in the box and then I want
4: to, uh, like, not just look around the fireplace, but also rub my hands all over
3: it and see if there's He's any hidden trapdoors. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, looking at the coffer, it's pretty featureless. It's kind of shaped like a trough. Are there any keyholes? It, there aren't any keyholes. It's mounted on these small clawed metal feet. Uh, but you do notice the remnants of the like an oddly smelling wax seal around the edges of it around the edges of the the hinged lid uh the inside of it looks like it's lead lined and there's still some ash left inside of the coffer and also more really fine ash that's spilled around i dip forward. I dip
4: my pinky in the ash and dip it on my tongue <laughs> okay <laughs> see if it's if it's (laughs) person it
1: tastes like human ash. okay what the phone works right because it's not technically connected to the electricity of the house right
3: Uh, you pick up the phone and the line is dead Um, you click the handle up and down a couple times but you're not getting anything back Uh, guys
5: the phone is not working Billy McConnell and uh, you're thinking maybe
3: maybe the storm has knocked out the phone lines
1: Okay, I'm thinking, guys, we need to get out of here. The phone's not working. Let's. No, dude. We need dude. to get to the cops. We need
5: to check the other room. We need to check the other room, and we need to see if there's some sort of basement. I bet that's where the key goes when there's a mystical basement with.
1: Do you no remember doors. what we
5: found in the last basement?
1: Yeah, so you just want to <laughs> let the butthole monster go free? Yeah. Well, first off, You're right. the ghost. Didn't the ghost melt through the floor? Isn't there like a melting spot below the guy's body? That goes down to the basement?
3: No, there is not. Yeah, I don't know where you yeah, came up with plans. that. do
4: we search the room? Uh, or just
3: the dead people? Yeah,
2: I was still you searching the, people, the room.
3: people, and you found these various things on the, uh, around the shotgun, the coffer. I'll look around and see if there's anything that takes that key. Okay, roll roll spot hidden. I was rubbing all the fireplace and everything. No. Nothing. I failed.
4: 88. My spot hidden's 80.
3: Okay. Yeah, you know, nothing seems to be out of place or out of... Out of Ordinary? I got a seven. Tallahassee?
4: Yeah, I got a seven. It's extreme success. Okay.
3: Um, looking around the room, nothing seems to be out of... Uh, aside from, obviously, the terrible acts of violence around you, uh, nothing else seems to be out of whack. It just seems to be lots of knick-knacks and kind of memorabilia hanging around in the corners, bookshelves. Uh, you do notice one strange thing that you guys didn't pick up on before. But once you shine your light over to the front window, you it looks like there's actually what appears to be a hole in the front window. But it's not broken. It almost looks like there, a hole has been melted through the window. It's maybe about the size of a baseball.
5: Hey, guys,
4: check
3: this out. The glass around it is is warped.
5: Superman's eye beams. You, uh... Mentioned knickknacks. Are there any, um, you know, good looking? <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, yes, there's a paddle in the corner with a clover on it. All right, let's go check out the other room, guys. whacking patties. <laughs> Is
2: there uh, any cool hats around? <laughs>
3: there's a burlap sack that guy was wearing (laughs) as a hat it was pretty cool
2: i'm gonna take it
7: i'm gonna put it in my bag Uh, did you guys check see this glass hole over here
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah there was a glass hole sam
4: (laughs) can i tell can i tell if the glass hole goes like out into the woods or i mean like the direction that it was melted from
3: um you can't tell the direction the glass hole is facing (laughs) You can just see that it's a glass hole.
4: Okay, I'm going to get really hole. close to the glass hole and look through it with my eye to
3: see if there's the Some, wind blowing
4: through the glass hole.
2: Okay.
3: Um, there actually, yeah, a little bit, the The wind blows through the glass hole a little bit here and there. It makes a whistling sound as it comes through. You know, as wind through a glass <laughs> hole might. It actually, as the wind comes through the glass hole, it makes a sound like,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh, <my>. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Actually, funnier because you guys can't see Pete's face.
3: <laughs> I can't see Pete. He's face, not entertained no. at all. I've just seen Donovan like yeah. giggling for like eight minutes.
5: <laughs> I'm sorry.
3: So, um, about
5: that next room, maybe we should go uh,
3: examine it. Uh, Dominant drunkard is is left the glass hole. Yep. And see you later. On to the next room.
4: But for real, I wanted to look through the glass hole see what. Outside, like, is there anything directly out of outside of it? Just
3: the uh, just the driveway. Like looking out, it's just the the front of the house.
1: You might get pink eye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh!
3: You guys hear screams as the Humdrum Card is eaten by a butthole monster. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Actually,
3: in this house, it's a glass hole monster. All right, Dom Drunkard, as you go back out into the hallway, you see the hallway curves off to the left. So two doors to your right, two doors to your left, and one at the end of the hall straight ahead.
5: Are any of the doors open?
3: They're all closed. All right, I'm going to just open the door to the right. Behind you? That was the one that you were going for first?
5: first door on the right. I I I follow follow him.
3: him. Okay, so as you come out of the receiving room... So when you guys first saw, there was the open door that was into the receiving room, and then there's another door on the right, and then the hallway curved to the left. So if you open that door, the second door that was on the right that you first saw, it opens up into a kitchen. I shine my torch into the uh, kitchen. You look in, you see there's a big table in there. It looks like it's a, a kitchen slash dining room. There's a stove on the far end. There's a big window to your left that looks like it looks out on the back side of the house and there's actually a door leading out to the back side of the house to a covered porch back there.
5: Is there anything out of the ordinary in in the kitchen at all?
3: Not at first glance that you can notice.
5: Alright, I'm going to roll the spot hidden. Go for it. Fail. 94. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
7: <laughs> looks legit I came in behind him I'm gonna roll one as well I'm gonna go Into the next
3: room Past On the right Okay 47 out of 49
5: I oh, was snap
3: Alright so you head in And you're You're kinda searching Around in there For a little bit Looking around Shining your light around uh, Everything looks Normal it Just looks like a kitchen Doesn't appear to be Anything out of the ordinary You kinda look out The window Onto the covered porch Back into the forest Behind it Everything just kinda Looks in order
7: Well, obviously enough.
3: Yep. Ta- uh while you guys are kind of looking through the kitchen, Tallahassee Turner, you turn left down the hallway. Uh which door did you want to go in? The first one on the left or the first one on your right? On the brat Okay. As you open up this door, it opens up into what looks like a study. Uh there's a there's a bookshelf just to your right as you come in. It's lined with many, many books. Many Leather-bound, smelling of rich mahogany.
1: Most of them by Tallahassee Turner.
3: Yeah, you do see one oh, Tallahassee Turner book on there. Yes. Raiders of the Lost. Uh, up against the wall to the right, <laughs> there's a very nicely made roll-top desk or bureau that's currently closed with a with a chair in front of it.
5: We, we leave the kitchen, and we go down the hole, and we open, and um, we go into the open.
3: Lining the walls in here, you see a lot more certificates and diplomas, for obviously, from Dr. Webb. Uh, and also, Lepidoptera line the wall in glass frames all over. Uh, what now? Lepidoptera pinned to boards like moths and butterflies. Pinned to boards and, and in glass frames, hung, hanging all over the walls in here. That when the lightning flashes outside, it, they almost appear to be moving in the light as the lightning flickers. The bugs do? Yeah, it gives the room a creepy feel as the lightning goes, and you hear the thunder shortly after. I'm going to search the roll top desk. Okay, as you go over to the roll top desk and try and open it, the Bureau, uh, it is locked.
4: Oh, fancy that. I happen to have a crowbar in my inventory. Don't you have the key as well?
5: <laughs> I have the key. Oh, the key. I mean, oh, I have the key.
4: Dom, get in here. Use I need that key before I bust this thing open. All right, See I go in there works. and I try to open
5: the desk with the key.
3: Uh, you walk over, you put, you put the key into the lock on the desk. It fits. Yeah. I turn the key. Unlock it. It unlocks it and it opens. So on the desk there are a whole bunch of papers all over on the desk. Um, are you going to search the desk, Necronomicon? Yes, we search. Yes, man. I search the desk. All right, want you guys to roll spot hidden.
5: I got a 47, which is a fail. 80 out of
4: 79. That's from first failure, first bot. Well, Do you want to spend a well, point of luck? One of
7: us just goes into that room, too, and looks. I follow. Uh,
4: can I push the roll? Drone card. <laughs>
7: just spend a luck,
4: dude. You can dude.
3: spend one luck point.
5: One point. Yo, You're bro. Like 84. Stay in your lane. Seth pushes the roll by putting a match up against the roll top <laughs> Brings the entire house I'll down. allow it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you gonna put, he said "You we'll, allow you to push the roll, roll the dang thing, and light the papers on fire.
4: All right. I'm going to use my flashlight No you can't push the roll Unless there's some sort of uh, My batteries will run out That's the dumbest risk I've ever heard
3: You're not going to spend one point of luck
4: I'm going to light a match (laughs) So I can look at it closer And burn the entire village
3: I'm going to run out of batteries
5: (laughs) Alright
3: just to be aware You can't spend luck on a pushed roll So if you fail the push roll then you fail for good
4: Oh, fine. i spend a look.
6: <laughs> I'm,
4: down to, I'm down to 83 now. You're down to
0: 83.
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, okay. As you are searching through the bureau, um, the there's lots of papers just kind of all over. It's a little bit messy. Uh, there's a, an account book for Arkham First National Bank with a balance of $19,000, as you glance into it. Uh, wait,
4: well, what that was that in my pocket?
3: There's, was uh, it an action? Actual? You actually find $600 in cash. I take it. in there. You also. can't. I'm you
4: can't. the one
5: that saw it. <laughs> so doesn't mean I can't take it. <laughs> How are you supposed Fine. to take it if you don't see it? Fine, you, you take it, roll? and then I steal it from you.
3: Okay, let me finish describing what else you find. <laughs> Okay, you also find a pot of some kind of funny-smelling wax ointment. I drink it. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my move. You suddenly drop to the ground, and you go flying through space and time and end up in a spider world. <laughs> and get stabbed through the heart. <laughs> you get stabbed through the heart. I um,
0: never got stabbed through the heart. And
3: as you're grabbing that, you, you, it looks like you've kind of looked through everything. And just as you're pulling the wax seal to where the kind of wax ointment towards you you happen to knock a bunch of other papers off of the desk which luckily uncovers a an old black leather bound journal that was underneath the pile of legal papers that you knocked off the desk dibs sweet I pocket the goo
4: the money and uh what's the what's journal. the uh or and the yeah money book journal thing? Uh, what's the Blackbound book? Does it have a title? No, it looks like it's a journal. Uh, open the journal and, uh, peruse. and read away a little bit. He
3: peruses. I peruse. Okay. Uh, as you open the journal, you flip through the first couple pages, and there's nothing. Next few pages, nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing as you're flipping through the pages. Until finally, like, a quarter of the way through the beginning of the book, uh, you finally do actually find some entries. It's almost like it was they were trying to hide it in the center of the book. Uh, while Tallahassee is reading this book, what else are you guys doing? Me
5: and Simi go to the next door. Yeah and go in there. So I guess I'm pulling up the
2: rear just coming out of that last room, and I did grab the burlap sack and I wanted to look at it a little more closely. Okay. Like did it look like somebody just threw it on his head to try and put him out? Or was it
3: like. No, the. Like, so when I said before the, that it looked like he had empty black holes for eyes, it's because there are eye holes cut in this sack. Okay. For him to see out of. So I'm going to take the sack with me. Okay. And
2: I'm just down the hallway, kind of looking back where we came from, see if I can see anything coming.
3: Okay. Uh, you don't see anything out the door. Um, you're heading down the hallway. You see those two guys uh, just coming out of the, or they come out of the kitchen. Uh, Tallahassee and Dom Carter are in a study down the hall on your right. You see them kind of both looking over a book. Um, Dr. Simeon, where are you?
1: I'm in the hallway where the phone is. Okay. And so I want to go down the hall to the left and go into the room across from where uh, Tallahassee and Dracard are.
3: Okay, so Dr. Simeon, you open that door and it's another bedroom, or it's a bedroom. Uh, there's a bed okay. in there. It looks like the bedroom of a young woman. Is that the, the door I was by? Yeah, that was the door oh, you were standing I'll follow them in there. So, uh, you guys both go in there. And it looks like... Um, Wait, uh, who's with me? Billy. Billy.
1: Okay.
3: Uh, you guys are in here. You're looking around. It looks like this is probably Amelia's bedroom. You see her bed. There's... Uh, there's a dresser with some photographs, pictures, things like that, knick-knack, knick-knacks that you would expect to find in a young woman's room.
1: Okay, so I search the room.
3: Okay.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll search around, too, looking for things out of place and anything. All
3: right, well, a few guys are a spot-hidden. Important stuff. Uh, I failed. Seventy. Seventy? Success? Yeah. So, searching around, uh, you find... Uh, it looks like from what you're kind of looking when you're looking through drawers and stuff it looks like she takes um, regular sleeping drafts and when you're looking through some of her other stuff it looks like there's some correspondence that shows that she recently spent time at the Boston Society for the Care of Girls though she was released with a clean bill of health uh, Dr. Simeon uh, um, I won't even make you roll for that because Due to your profession, you would know that the Boston Society for the Care of Girls is an upmarket sanatorium. Oh, she was at the loony bin.
1: I've done a lot of work there, so yes, I'm familiar with it. So what I would like to do is go out, and there's another room on the left.
3: Uh, yeah. So you pop out, you open that door. There are stairs leading down into darkness.
1: Oh, ha ha. Hey guys, hey fellas, check this out. <laughs> I found the basement. I, I want
5: to go down to the basement room and search for butthole monsters.
3: Okay. So the two of you are heading down to the basement, Billy McConnell, what are you
5: doing?
2: Uh, I'm done in that room, done searching. So I guess I'll head down towards, um, these fellas that are looking down the basement. I'm a little, uh, Hesitant to go in the basement because my last experience.
3: Yeah Uh, There's another room just behind you or there's a door just behind you guys that's across from the basement. I'll open the door on the other side of the the stairs Uh, Peeking in it looks like this is probably the doctor's bedroom As the other guys creak down the stairs into the basement, okay, I'll go in and just uh, Search around see if there's anything out of place anything that stands out. All right. You see a bed nightstand wardrobe uh, searching around, a little spot hidden. 20. I got a 20. Okay, Major Bakersfield, where are you? I'm following Dr. Simmy's voice. All right, so you head down to the basement also? Yes, sir. All right, you guys all head down to the basement. Um, you're searching the bedroom. Tallahassee, you are reading a book. Crappy what a book.
5: waste of time.
3: Uh the wooden stairs creak as you guys step down into the basement. Uh you look around and you see there's a lot of dust, cobwebs, some packing crates. Um the only thing that jumps out to you is there looks like there's a uh electrical generator system up against the wall.
1: I go turn it on.
3: Um all right, so Dr. Simeon goes over to start uh futzing with the uh generator see if he can figure out how to turn it on.
1: You always futz with Ooh, everything. Does anyone have any kind of, like, electrical skills? Can I just do an intelligent roll? Get an idea of how to turn it on?
3: Um, yeah. I mean, you could probably figure it out. I've got 10% in electrical repair. <laughs> I also have 10%. Alright, so we I'm don't just going to
5: re-
7: get an
1: idea and just find the switch for it. We don't know that we need to repair it, though. That's true. It's a crank.
3: Okay, yeah, no, you're... you're Looking around you, you can figure out how to turn it on. It's it's not that complicated Okay,
1: it so looks I turn like it looks like it's man.
3: probably got a crank or like a pull start type thing.
1: I crank it Donovan's good with cranks
3: um, And pull starts. He loves crank. It does not start.
5: Okay, now we electrical repair.
3: Well, give me a Let's see you guys can just roll like an intelligence or a knowledge check on it
1: It's All right. probably not something I got require electrical repair rolled
3: 16 that. rolled a 5 out of 60 from looking at it and looking around, uh, you see some fuel canisters around it. You think that maybe it might be out of fuel. There's some empty fuel canisters around it, and they smells like kerosene.
1: Is there any that are full?
3: No.
5: Is there any way to open the, the generator, and is it full of human skulls?
3: <laughs> uh, yes, there is. Uh, you open it, and it is, in fact, full of human skulls. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. You found him, didn't you? My skulls. <laughs> is this a reference to the birds? Yes. Yeah, birds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so you guys are messing with the generator, trying to figure out how to turn it on. Uh, Billy McConnell, you're finishing up searching through the doctor's room. There doesn't seem to be anything really of interest that you found. There's only one thing that's that kind of uh, is a little bit strange. Uh, you do find just an old Bible, that's that's tucked into one of his sock drawers. It looks really old, almost like a like an heirloom, like it's been passed down.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take it and uh,
3: flip through it and see if there's any like extra writings. And... What you notice is it's it's just a little leather-bound pocket Bible, but you notice just inside the front cover, there's an ha- there's a handwritten inscription that says. May God have mercy upon the physician. Yeah, I'm taking it with me. All right, Tallahassee Turner. Yeah. You pick up, or you're looking through the journal, and the first couple pages are empty. Just blank, blank page, blank page, blank page after blank page. The first entry that you find is dated 40 years ago. If you got it, why don't you go ahead and read that, Tallahassee Turner?
4: March 15th, 1888. Dr. Sanger is finally retiring and turning the entire practice over to me. But with it has come something I could have never anticipated. Long have I suspected that Dr. Sanger discreetly offered special services, with quotes, to the troubled women who sought him out. His practice always seemed much farther reaching than one would typically expect from a humble country physician. Patients from all the counties roundabout and all the way to the coast and Innsmouth. But in spite of my suspicions, to say I was disturbed by the revelations would be like saying that Gettysburg was a bit of a, of a dust-up. He assured me that my objections, while well-intentioned, are baseless. That he had spoken the same to his predecessor when all was turned over to him. That the interpretation of our physician's oath was narrow-minded and outdated. All must be to the greater good of our patients, he said. For when cutting out a cancer, mustn't one first harm the patient in the cutting before enacting the greater healing of removing the abhorrent tissue? Our myopic oath should be revised, modernized, to say, in the last, do no harm. That the greater healing might always be our goal. Besides, it is these women who are our patients, they... We must look to their treatment, to their greater healing.
3: Uh, As you're looking through the next entry, that looks like it was in July uh, of the same year. It almost looks like it's instructions. And it mentions a silver coffer. And something about about a light. Just as you finish reading these words, you notice, right around the edges of your vision, dancing along the edges of the doorway out into the hallway. Appears to be what looks like moonlight reflecting off a lake, a light source seemingly out in the hallway, silver and white and flickering. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Arkham Files. If you like what you hear, show us your support by checking us out on patreon.com forward slash the Arkham Files and leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. Thanks again. psychologists were injured in the recording of this episode.